Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Jits Blues Podcast. My name is Kelty. And I'm Marty. And today we're talking about cringe. Cringe. Woo! Jiu-jitsu cringe. Jiu-jitsu cringe, yes. yeah. But I, like, you like cringe, and I know you do, because we follow the same cringe meme play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is it? that you think, because I've done a little bit of research on this topic, I got some notes here, but what for you is like the satisfying part about like cringing to other people? I don't even know if it's satisfying. It's just, I can't look away. It's like a car accident. (laughs) It's like a human car train wreck. Yeah. It's like, it's so disastrous. I can't look away. Yeah. And it just, I don't know. It makes you feel good. It's not you. Yeah. And that's honestly, like the biggest thing so yeah. when I was doing some research for this topic um, that's one of the things that people who have done some like because there's actually some people that have done some like research and written some literature about cringe really yeah and one of the things that they say is that like it's um, a forced moment of self-awareness where we realize we aren't living up to our own self-concept or standards wow and that's why her name is Melissa Dahl she wrote a book called I think it's called Cringeworthy and so it's like this way, like self cringe is this way of like perceiving ourselves the way that other people receive us, you know? Okay. And it's like this idea of people being like really serious and failing at that. Like they're yeah. attempting to be real, which I think is like, cause you know what camp is, right? Camp? Camp. No. Do you know what camp is? I know. No. So like drag queens are camp. What's that? So it's like, like Rocky Horror Picture Show is camp. Is camp like an acronym or something? Camp is like um like a like a genre kind of. Okay. Like uh camp is like um uh like a way of kind of like presenting things where it's like they're um they're not taking themselves seriously, like they're in on the joke. So where camp is kind of like this like intentionally failed seriousness, okay. cringe is like unintentionally failed seriousness. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, but there's also a difference because we can also cringe with someone and we can also cringe like at someone. So if somebody trips and falls and it's like, oh, it's embarrassing. Like we're kind of like cringing with you if you're in on the joke. But then there's other people where you're like, oh, you're not aware of this at all. Yeah. (laughs) And we're cringing at you. I think we've all been there too. Yeah. Like I was, it's funny that you were, were talking about this now because even last night, Unintentionally, I was just like, I sometimes I like to go back on my like story history and just see what I posted two, three years ago. Oh, yeah. And I cringe every single time. I'm like, Marty, people don't care. You're (laughs) you're 150 followers that were on your friends list at that time. Why do they care about what you had to say about this and about that? Like, my philosophical thoughts. I'm like, no, so cringy. So, what's the cringiest jujitsu thing that you've done? Other than like existing. <sighs> Other than existing? That's top of the list. Oh boy. Um, one of the cringiest things that I've ever done that I still cringe about and makes me so self-conscious that I did was asking for a stripe. Oh! That's so uncomfortable. I seriously want to jump out the window right now. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't believe. I remember exactly what where I was, we were in the locker room, Haas and I were in the locker room <laughs> at our first, at the first gym. And I remember I had been training with him for months. Like it must've been six to eight months in and people get stripes. I think a lot quicker now. 
Um, not saying that. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's no, easy no, on I him, know, but. but uh, I back was in like, our day. Back in our day, he was a lot harder on us. And I remember saying to him, I'm like, I said something about like, what am I? I basically said, what am I gonna get a stripe? Oh my like, god! I feel like I deserve it. Is basically what I said. Oh, I want to kill myself. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe. And Haas couldn't have been nice. He could have been a complete dick. Yeah. But he's like. I think know. if you were to ask him today, like to now, he's a lot, like more of an asshole. When he's <laughs> he was so nice. He's like, you'll. He's like, you're on your way, buddy. He's like, you'll get one soon. And then I got one like not that much longer. I don't remember the time, the yeah. time frame. But that is one of the most cringiest. And I think disrespectful things uh, that I've ever done. That's pretty as, as a white belt. It's cringy and disrespectful. Yeah. I, in my opinion, it yeah. is. What about you? I think like the cringiest thing that I ever did at white belt was coach other white belts. Oh. I think that I knew shit about shit, and like looking back, I'm like, man, I was barely like taking care of my own business. <laughs> like I had no rights telling other people what they did. That, and I think I like I don't know. I've been pretty pretty okay on Instagram, but every once in a while I'm like, girl, you're like a one stripe white belt. Like what business do you yeah. have posting about jujitsu? <sighs> yeah. I, the white belts, coaching white belts, man, we need to check ourselves. Yeah. Um, even as a pretty senior, like blue belt now, I still need to check myself. If there's a brown belt or a black belt in the room, I need to shut my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even if uh, another belt is asking me specifically, hey, Marty, how do I do this? I need to check myself and be like, ask that guy. Go talk to somebody <laughs> that's not me. Yeah, I do not know the answer to this. Yeah. And even if I do know the answer, they're going to have a way better answer than I, I will with better details. Oh, for sure. Because they have the experience. I don't. Yeah. I may have learned that move a week ago. Yeah. Right? Like, what business do I have teaching? Yeah. Um, Anything yeah. else really cringy that you've done? Um... Stupid story posts on Instagram. That's cringy. Yeah. Um, Did you ever... Because here's one thing that, like, I don't think that I've super done. Or if I did, it was only, like, maybe once and I smartened up. Bragging about people that you've subbed. Oh, yeah. I think is just, like, the cringiest. It is. Like, when people tell me, like, oh, I subbed this. Like, sometimes you're talking about context and, you know, it ends up coming up in conversation. Like, you know, sometimes after, like, class, Haas and I will have discussions and I'll be like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I got this on this person and then this happened or something like that, um, which I think is different. But having your conversation be like, I subbed this person today. Yeah. It's just so cringy. It is. I think it's good. It's exciting if you if you subbed somebody and you haven't done it before. If you if you pulled off a, a move or a technique that you haven't been able to pull off, that's exciting and you should be proud of yourself. And it's okay to brag about sure. it. Sure. But take the other person's name yeah, out of there. The name doesn't mean anything. No. no. I would say stay away from that. That's so cringy. I, I subbed this person. Did you really? <laughs> somebody, I, think, I don't think it was that long ago, somebody bragged that they tapped Haas. Who? I forget. I had heard a story about somebody bragging that they tapped Haas, and I was like, he, I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was like a white belt. Or, yeah, or a they belt. definitely let you do Yeah, that. I'm like, are you, you're kidding me, right? Yeah. Like, no, that's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, that's pretty. That's cringy stuff. The uh, bragging. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. What is 
one of your favorite like cringy things that you see other jujitsu people do or like <sighs> can I talk about one of mine or do you have one I'm thinking about it but go ahead okay so I really love to get a kick out of people um people's cringy jujitsu gear <laughs> like what like, like jujitsu jujitsu t-shirts oh, and stuff like okay. that like a lot of them are really tasteful and really nice and especially now there's so much merch available that like some stuff is like really cool yeah but like there's one that i saw on reddit because i okay so here's the thing i really like to go to reddit yeah you love reddit i do i'll go to like rbjj and i'll search by controversial just so i get all of the like cringy stupid shit up at the top <laughs> i love doing that and there was yeah. this one time when there was this like lady and she was like her caption was like pregnant blue belt check out my t-shirt and the t-shirt said like touch me and your first jujitsu class is free oh my goodness calm down <laughs> wow okay <laughs> me. me the uh people at tournaments can get real cringy yeah um especially like people that take themselves way too seriously the ripping of the gi and slapping their chest oh. <laughs> Like, dude, this is, like, an open. <laughs> like, Man, I love white belts at local tournaments. Oh, in, yeah. Like, especially, like, you know, a couple matches into the day. And I've seen them just, like, yell <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, you're a white belt. It's calm like, down. calm down. Yeah. It's so funny. White belts that buy ranked gear. <gasps> okay, yeah. buying ranked gear before that belt is around your waist. Yeah. Whether you think it's coming up or not, or whether yeah. you know you'll get it one day or not, or whether you just liked the color or not, you're cringy. I have things in my checkout box. That's different. <laughs> That's different. It's different. Sort I of like pre-shopping, being like, oh, I'll really like that when I'm purple belt or brown belt. Yeah. Totally valid. Following through with the purchase before that promotion yeah. is like in your hands. Yeah. Cringy. Yes. Fight me. <laughs> I will not back Fight down me. on that. There I think was that's a cringy. there was a guy. I don't know if it was the latest ambassadors or the one in Calgary. There was a guy wearing brown rash guard, like a brown belt rash guard rank. I think it was Hyperfly, like rash guard top and like uh, spats. And he was walking around in his no gi stuff, and I'm like, oh, this. Guy. And he was huge, like jacked. Like I'm pretty sure he was on like everything. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to watch that guy. I want to see that guy smash people. Ten minutes later, I see him walking around in a gi with a white belt oh on. God. I'm like, what? I'm like, you had everybody fooled. And I think a lot of white belts will buy ranked gear, not understanding that it's ranked, which yeah. is like totally like. I get it. And it's like expensive. So you're trying to get your wear out of it. You know, you bought a purple rash guard and like you didn't realize that it was a ranked rash guard. Yeah. I'll give some leeway to that for sure because you didn't know. And it's it's like one of those things that I don't feel like is really like talked about about the sport. It's not something that you know unless you're in the sport. Yeah, that's true. Um, but if you if you fully do that and you know what you're doing. Yeah. I had a, I like, my favorite color is blue. Yeah. And so as a white belt, I wanted to buy some blue stuff, not thinking. Yeah. And then when you're shopping and you see, oh, this is, a lot of it says ranked blue, yes. like blue rank. So I had to like stop myself. I'm like, oh, okay, that's probably not yeah. the right choice. Not the right choice for yeah. now. What's another of your favorite cringy, cringy moments? Oh, just taking selfies. 
You are like uh, the selfie king, though. I am the selfie king. So, are you calling yourself out? No, I'm. I can do it now because I'm almost a purple belt. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, whatever. I'm basically a purple belt, so I can do whatever I want. Okay. No. Another pet peeve: calling yourself or like calling other people. You're basically this belt or basically that belt. Fish you a blue ah, belt. I'm a blue belt. Absolutely. And, I, and like you said, as long as that belt is not wrapped around your waist, you yeah. are not that. Yeah. I have this like huge pet peeve of when people are like, oh, I'm this person is basically this belt, or this person, or I'm basically this belt. It's like, no, you're not. Yeah. Just because you have four stripes doesn't mean that you're that or not. There are certain people that I like to pump up and say to other people, like, this guy's gonna be this in like less than a year. That's how good he is, or that's how good she is. I like saying that about people. Yeah. I don't like saying that about myself because I know how much I suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. So I will always amp people up. I'll always like be their biggest cheerleader. Sure. Um, but you're right. But you're like not. You're until not that. yeah, until that belt is around your waist, and it's like who cares? Also, so like. It's fine. Calm down. Yeah. Just be a killer blue belt. Yeah. Just be, be a killer, killer white belt. Yeah. Be it's a killer blue good. belt. Be a killer white belt because once you get to that rank, if you're not if you're not there, you'll know it. Exactly. Someone will check you. Somebody will check you. Yep. Um, my favorite too is like, and this is funny because I know that you're religious. Yeah. But people who are just like. Thank you, God, uh, for, <laughs> uh, for helping me today in my match. Everything I do is for you. And I'm like, you choked somebody out at a local tournament. <laughs> let me let me let me give you a spoiler. Yeah. God doesn't care. God. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care about your jujitsu match. Man. <laughs> that's always a fun one, I think. Yeah, that is pretty cringy, and I'm like, ugh. I, but I do, like, I do pray before I, I like, I always pray. Like, it is cringy, <laughs> but I'm like, hey, just, I don't want to get hurt. Just yeah. please help me not to get hurt. Yeah. That's basically all I say. That's fair. And help me to learn or something, something, something around those lines. Never like, oh, help me win. And help me win. Uh, help me defeat this person. But yeah, that, that doesn't happen. I think that's funny. It is. It's cringy. Would you have a Bible verse on your belt? <laughs> That is the one of the cringiest <laughs> things, other than having your name on your belt. Unless you're a black belt. Yeah, you, if you're you can, a black belt, you've earned that right. You can do that. No. Because no. your belt's really not going to change unless you're going to get like a red belt or a coral belt or something. But yeah. that's so unlikely. Um, no. No. Uh-uh. Bible, <laughs> Bible verses on gi stuff and like... Maybe on like the inside of the gi I would do, but like even that's cringy. I even think the hyperfly you can't, you can't teach, teach heart? heart thing is cringy. Do you? I do, and I feel bad because it's such yeah. a nice I like it. It looks cool. I think people would roll their eyes if I wore it. Well, I mean you show up and people roll their eyes. <laughs> yeah, they roll their so... eyes anyway, so if they're gonna roll their eyes, yeah, then maybe I should just get it. Do you like the progress one? I love the progress one. I really like the progress one. I'm a big fan of, like, we were talking about this earlier. I really like King's stuff with, yeah. like, it's subtle, um, but, like, sort of flashy. Yeah. They keep it very tame. I, I like it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, the Hyperfly one, I want to like it. I just... Ugh. I like it. I'm okay with it. I don't, like, because I think that that's, like, I, you know, the message isn't super cringy. The message is, like, yeah, like... You got a lot of heart. You got a lot of drive. That'll carry you through pretty far. There's a lot of people I yeah. know with a lot of talent who can sometimes be their own worst enemies. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. I just think it's cringe. 
Some just just because it's cliche. It or? is cliche to me, but it does look good. Yeah, I, I think it's cool. It does look good. Okay, cringy brands other than Hyperfly. <sighs> cringy brands, I I can't think of any. Like Kings is good. Yeah. Show your roll, I find is getting cringe. Show your roll on white belts. Oh, is that cringe? Yes. <laughs> I honestly, there's certain things you shouldn't do in jujitsu until you hit purple. But <laughs> getting a show your getting a show your is one of them. Like getting a tat a jujitsu tattoo. Yeah. That's I think you shouldn't do that anyway until you maybe you're black. Jujitsu tattoos, cringe. Cringe. According to Marty. A cringe. Well. Well, no. Okay. Yeah. You too. I no, that's right. I do think it's cringy. Um, I think that the gameness geese are cringy. Yes, I they think are. They're so cringy. Gameness, yeah, they're. Yeah, they are. Because yeah, Shoyo Roll is be- is beginning to get a little cringy with their flashy colors. Mm. I really like their older stuff where it was like the RBCA uh, when they kind of did their tag team promotions with them. I loved that one. But other than that, yeah, they just kind of, mm, not a fan. But yeah, the gameness ones, ugh. I don't like them. No. I think either. they're cringy. Yeah. I, but the thing is, I don't shop too much outside of Kings and uh, Shoyo Roll. Mm. I don't have a Shoyo Roll gi yet. That's my present to myself. When uh, you get your purple belt? When I get my purple belt. That's yeah. what I promised myself. Oh, that's nice. And uh, yeah, but I don't know what I'm going to get. We'll see. <laughs> well, that's the thing about like show your roll too is that you kind of got to wait till the till they launch the drops. Like you kind of have to like wait until you until you see a drop that you like and then be ready to either get it that day that it launches or buy it secondhand. And when you buy it secondhand, they may jack up the price because they're exactly. so they're so rare. Like they don't they don't resell them. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, posting on social media. Um, I'm not just saying like just posting on social media, yeah. but like there, you gotta have like a balance. I find you gotta yes. have a bit of a self-awareness, like posting on social media, not being self-aware, I think yeah. can be very cringy. I was like that. I still am a little bit like that, but I was like that coming up as white belt, chasing that blue belt. I was posting so much of like, man, you still, it's like. So class ends, Marty's gi top and rash guard comes out, and, <laughs> and the cell phone comes out, and you're like, oh god, it's photo shoot time, yeah. starring just Marty. Because I got my swell on, I look, oh, I look good. <laughs> I really, my, uh, I kind of stopped posting the daily training videos, I really, yeah. I really don't do that anymore. Because I look back at it, I'm like, oh my goodness, what was I doing? Yeah. I try to like... Everyday porada. <laughs> Everyday porada. I, uh, I try to keep it now for like milestones. Yeah. Which I think means more. And people don't necessarily care. Yeah, that's the thing is that it doesn't mean anything to other people. Like, yeah. I get that it's something like that you're proud of and that you're really excited about. But like, I think I've missed my last couple like promotions and tournaments in terms of like posting about it. I'm just at this point where I'm like, I don't know, man, it's just happening and I can't just keep, you know, (laughs) I like, I like, uh, I like posting like highlights shortly after like the tournaments and highlights of the promotions 
that's good stuff to be proud of and to, to post it is, is nice. But uh, the consistent every day. Yeah. I'm not a gym owner. I'm yeah. not, I don't need to promote anything. Yeah. Uh, so people don't necessarily care about what I have to say. <laughs> so okay. Here's another one. Posting when you get silver in a two-man tournament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or nobody, when you get gold because nobody showed up nobody knows unless they know <laughs> unless they were there nobody knows so yeah. flaunt that gold flaunt that gold flaunt that silver what about all the lion stuff you're like lions I'm a, like the BJJ community's obsession with lions oh and sharks and sharks yeah <sighs> and silverbacks silverbacks yeah 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 cringy it's cringy it is cringy I I don't necessarily, I don't think I've ever posted about that stuff. I don't think I've ever seen... I'm not even a shark. I'm more of like a humpback whale. I consider my jujitsu animal to be a baby rhino. <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's... really good, a baby rhino. <laughs> Just like a lot of intention and a lot of like barging my way into things and not always having success. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm a silverback gorilla, but I'm that silverback gorilla that's spinning around in a circle playing with water. Oh god! <laughs> You're a silverback gorilla that was raised in a zoo. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm a gorilla, it's gonna be that one. Yeah, I think it's easy, especially when like you start gaining like a skill set like jujitsu, to really and like the empowerment that comes from it to really try to like dial it up and like make it a part of your personality and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And then you look back on it when you get into the higher ranks and you're just like, oh God, I didn't know shit. What was I thinking? Yeah. I didn't know anything. So one of the things back to my like, um, my cringe talk was this like idea of cringing somebody like at somebody who belongs in our group to sort of make it known to the outside world that like, oh, well, that's not me. I'm not one of those cringy guys. Yeah, there's a few of those. So I think that's kind of like, that's kind of interesting and funny. But like when we're cringing at jujitsu stuff, it's like we're almost trying to like separate ourselves. Yeah. And especially like for people looking in, I think with jujitsu, it can be really just like, there's a lot of like, um, uh, we're like, oh, we want to show you how cool we are, but we're not like those guys. Like, we're actually cool. Yeah, we're actually <laughs> you know? cool. I feel like that's like a big part of like cringe in jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Were you, um, were you made fun of as a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, do you think that that's part of like, because so was I. And I feel like that's almost part of like cringe too is like trying to avoid being that kid. That's being laughed at. Yeah, I can see that because um, you're trying to compensate for so many years of like being humiliated. Yeah, I think, and like trying to learn social norms. Yeah, and then you know. Because I was I was made fun of and I was really small and really like frail growing up, and so I just wanted friends. And so I was chasing after people that didn't necessarily want to be my friend and I didn't, I didn't realize it. Oh no. And so I was cringe. cringe. So cringe. And I actually still do that. <laughs> please be my friend. Marty's like, please be my friend. Please be my friend. Come in the photo. And I can tag like, you. Marty, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was. And I, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like when you get so good at jujitsu and you have that confidence, like, People can make fun of me all they want. I don't really care anymore. Yeah. I really don't. And I can confidently say that, that I don't care anymore. Yeah. 
if you would have asked me a few years ago when I first started jujitsu, oh, I 100% cared. I still sometimes do for certain people, but the most part, like, I'm confident in us, uh, in my journey where I'm like, I don't give a shit. If Haas makes fun of you, do you care? Or do you just sort of accept that you probably deserved it? Oh, I, if he makes fun <laughs> of me, I know I deserve it. Yeah. What if I make fun of you? Well, that's just us. Okay. Like, that's just our... Do you know that you deserve it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was so funny. Like, the day after Haas uh, promoted us with our red stripes, we went to a, a birthday party. I think it was the next day or a couple days Did after. We? we went to a birthday party. Whose for, birthday party? It was like... Uh, oh, Phoenix. Phoenix's oh, birthday okay, party. Yeah. And... His one month. Yeah, his one month. Yeah. Yeah, and so as soon as I walk into the kitchen and Haas... With a group of us, Haas says, hey, Marty, there's a box of Kleenex in the corner if you Aww. need. <laughs> you got all emotional. Because like, I cried like a little girl. You cried over sports tape. That's cringy. I know. That is cr- That's so cringy. It wasn't It wasn't the tape. It was the journey. Uh-huh. It was the admiration and it was the uh, being recognized by my mentor and him saying nice things. That Somebody he- wiped <laughs> He's my friend. But he was like, oh, you did all these things and you overcame your injury and you've done this and you've shown progression and all that kind of stuff. So that actually meant a lot, but it was cringy as hell to cry over tape. And then you posted <laughs> pictures of you crying later. Yeah. 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 Look, Marty's emotional. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Everybody knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. I get made fun of quite a bit. Probably because you deserve it. I, most of the time, I do deserve it. Yeah, I say it all the time. <laughs> so, okay, so I have a confession to make. So, last weekend at the tournament, after we went out for food after, I was like, okay, Vince, who's one of our, our guys on our team, I said, our next topic is cringe. What can I make fun of Marty for? <laughs> oh, no. And he's like, he's like, you have to bring up the scrapbook. Ah! So, so Marty has this scrapbook that his mom started for him, where it's like every time he like accomplished something or, you know, like, what was it? Like accomplishments or you did well on like exams. So, no, 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 no. You got 10 out of 10 on your spelling (laughs) test. So I have a, this text or the scrapbook that he's referring to is a police scrapbook. So when I first started as a police officer, I was 20. And I was living with my parents still at the time. And I lived with them for a few years. Uh, So my mom kept literally everything that had to do with my journey as like an applicant all the way until like eight, nine years in. And I still have it now. So she kept my like resume. She kept my acceptance letters that they sent to me. They're like, hey, congratulations. Here's your start date. Signatures from like superintendents and the chief and like pictures of my progression as like a young possible up to where I am now and then courses throughout your career you take courses and you get certificates so she kept those and I look and it's funny because I brought it to work and <laughs> no you brought it to your work Christmas party oh yeah but that's like one of many times that I brought it to work <laughs> and cringe. it is cringe but like there's people that have been on the job for 20 30 years they're like right. I wish I would have kept some pictures or mementos yeah. of like things because there's people that will be in your life um like my friend dan woodall dan woodall was a police officer that got shot and killed about five six years ago him and i like 
our lockers were right next to each other. We were on the same squad. We ate breakfast, had coffee, went out to dinners with each other. Um, I don't have a photo with him. Mm. And like he was killed. And I, like, I had nothing to remember him by. Like, not that I'm going to forget him, but like, yeah. it was like, he was a friend of mine for a few years. So it's nice to have things to remember people. And like, it's like journaling. It's nice to journal things and look back and look, oh, I remember feeling this way. And like, I'll have a photo of something and I show my partner who, uh, we were partners back in 2011 and he's like, I totally forgot about that. That was so funny. So yes, it's cringy, but it's- Do you put the bad newsletters in there? Oh yeah, some of the bad stuff is in there too. Like, uh, don't forget what happened. So this is really funny because like when Vince was explaining this to me, I totally thought that your mom was still the one who upkept it. I didn't realize that it was you doing your own. <laughs> it's not scrapbook. as well. It's not as it's not as good scrapbooking. It's just like, oh, I have this. I slide it into. Do the... you have a scrapbook box full of your supplies? <laughs> you bring out your scrapbook box no, with your glue and I your stickers. I take it to my mommy's house so then she can do it and oh, she God. cuts everything up and makes nice little uh, little little collage. <laughs> it is. Do you cringe. have a jujitsu one? No, but I should. Oh no. <laughs> What have I done? Okay. Jiu-jitsu scrapbooks. What cringe. is cringe? Is a belt display cringe? Yes. Is it I really? Think so. Well, okay. Like, maybe not for most people, but I would cringe if I had a belt display. Especially because I don't think that they look good until you get to brown belts. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're because right. Because it's like, it's so funny. It's like, oh, I'm going to get a belt display because I'm retiring my white belt and I want to put it somewhere nice. But then you get this like belt rack with just a white belt in it. And it's like, wow, congratulations. It's, it's a journey, okay? It's a journey. Yeah, I don't know. Belt okay. displays, I think, in my humble opinion, I would not have one. Yeah. But I, I think for me, for me, I think it's, and I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. I've just got to speak my truth. I think it's more tacky than cringe. Okay, it is a little tacky. It can be well done. I think. For sure. There's I think really there's some of them ones. that are beautiful. Yeah. And when they're all like filled up, they re- look really gorgeous. But you're right. But I would never. One or two belts on it. Maybe I would never. It looks a little bare. And yeah. it does a little, it's a little tacky. You're right. Yeah. I think that there's ways of like celebrating your jujitsu, jujitsu journey that are tasteful and not necessarily like, yeah. you know. Do you know if Haas has all of his belts? He doesn't have his blue belts. Really? Yeah. I think he's got his his white, his purple, and his brown. Um, but the blue ones, I think the only one that got lost somewhere along the way. Interesting. Yeah. Are you going to try to keep all yours? Yeah, I'm going to try. Yeah, I've got them all. They're in a box. Um, but it's also like, I've got all my belts. I've got all my medals that I've ever won at tournaments. Yeah, that's cool. And I remember somebody asked me, they're like, oh, like, do you have them like set up somewhere at home? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I, I get them. They go... Yeah. Into the box. They go into the box. And that's about it. So I don't know. Maybe one day I'll do something with them. But like, I really like, I don't know. That's not really like my thing. No, that's fair. It's not really for me. Okay. Um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You need a scrapbook. I don't need a fucking (laughs) scrapbook. God. Uh, That's not what I need. I'll bring my scrapbook to to Juicy one day. Don't. And you can can sign it. Ugh. No, thank you. How dare you. I'll sign it on the page of you, like, screwing up. <laughs> There's a huge chapter. There's a huge chapter. <laughs> it's a big chunk of it, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that, like, and I get, like, a lot of this cringe comes from people being really 
proud of their journey and what they've accomplished. And so I want to, you know, anything that we're talking about today, I want to present it with like a little bit of, you know, we're totally aware that we're being the mean girls here oh, and yeah. like the mean kids at the table being like, ha, you posted that, you know, you're a fucking land shark. That's not cool. <laughs> you gotta be cool like us. Like I totally get that we're, we're playing that game yeah. today. Um, maybe we're just trying to save you from a little bit of like, Social embarrassment. Yeah. And I'm not <laughs> saying that I never did Don't make the same mistakes that. that we made. Yeah. You know. Learn from me. Learn from her. Yeah. And so I don't think that there's anything wrong with, within reason, celebrating your journey and what you've accomplished. Where I think it gets a little bit out of hand is, you know, people get their second stripe on their white belt and all of a sudden jujitsu is their life and it's their family and it's everything that they like they spend all their free time on it. And I like I've been there, you've been there. Oh, yeah. Where you start falling in love with it and all of a sudden you just feel really like obsessed with it. I think that anybody who um, really falls in love with the sport and does it for a certain amount of time, whether they continue on with it or not, starts to feel that. And then you just want everybody to know how cool you are <laughs> and everything like that. And then it, you, it takes you a little bit of time, but you start to realize that you're like, oh God, I have so much to learn and I'm not as cool as I think I am in my head. It takes a while sometimes for people to come to that realization. I know it did for me. Yeah. Um, and it's so good to be proud of what you've accomplished. Like two stripes on your white belt. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Good yeah. for you. Keep going. But you get that big head, you get that inflated ego. Yeah. It, that's what it, that's when it becomes cringe. I agree. I, I think. I think so. And I, I'm still guilty of it. I need to check myself a lot of the time or I'll have you do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Or I'll have like someone like Brandon or, yeah. or even Haas will uh, check me. Yeah. But that's important. It's important to have your ego checked and that's why coming back to the gym every single time and rolling smart and yeah. admitting admitting to yourself and realizing, okay, I got a lot of work to do. And taking it seriously, but not taking yourself seriously, I think yes. is huge and will do wonders for your longevity of the sport. I've seen so many people, like you get up to blue and you see so many people who come into the sport and they're obsessed and they're so ready to do everything and they show up every single day and then they hit this wall either right before blue or right after blue where they start to really burn out or something happens and life gets in the way or they get into a relationship and all of a sudden all of this talk of like, you know, uh, doing jujitsu every day and this being your family and everything just starts to all of a sudden fade away. Yeah. And to me, I think that like wearing yourself out in jujitsu and pouring everything into it in your first six months just to disappear down the line is probably the cringiest. I agree. You know, one thing that rivals that is getting almost blue, maybe your blue belt and saying, I'm going to do MMA. <laughs> MMA, I think, like, you is know, MMA cringier than jiu-jitsu? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know who did that? Who? This guy. No. <laughs> when I was at the start oh of the Oh, my God. Pandemic. No, okay, now I remember this because you were, like, there was, like, a good, like, few months of time where you were just, like, Kelsey, let's do MMA. Yeah. And I was, like, absolutely not. <laughs> no. And then I started asking questions about, like, 
when Haas did this and yeah. he was doing this, what did he think? I was like serious about it. Yeah. And you know, you know what checked me for what checked me? It was the my ACL injury. Yeah. It was training and doing stupid training and wrecking my knee that almost would have it was almost catastrophic and ending yeah. my jujitsu career. Uh, luckily I was I'm like athletic and I I was able to heal it. Um, I still need surgery, but at least I'm able to roll. But like you see these guys, most mostly men. It's mostly guys that get a, maybe a couple years into jiu-jitsu, get a few stripes, maybe they get blue or purple, and all of a sudden they think that they can fight and do MMA. You are not an MMA fighter. You're a jiu-jitsu yeah. guy. Yeah. Like you, if you start doing MMA because you think you're – just because you're good at jiu-jitsu, you're going to start punching and kicking as a white belt, and it's going to be – it's a different world. It's a it different, is. It's a whole yeah. different skill set. And yeah, once you get to the ground, it'll be your, your game, but you're not used to being on the ground ball getting no. punched in the face. So that's real cringy because it happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like I see it. I've even seen it in our own gym. There's people oh, that yeah. want to do it and we need to be like, yo, pump the brakes. Yeah. Uh, Jitsu is a long game. MMA is a short window. Yes. That was one of the cringiest things I've ever done as a blue belt. Yeah, and you've done a lot of cringy the things with the blue belt. Yeah. That's... One time Marty came up to me. Uh-oh. This was when I was a white belt. Because believe it or not, even though we're the same rank right now, there was a time when he surpassed me. Yeah. But well, it's only because I was doing it longer than you. Yeah. You've actually come up way faster than I have. Yeah. So <laughs> we were standing like in a circle, like getting like instruction. And Marty comes up to me. And he like shows me his belt. And he's like, it's blue. It's blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he like, and then I got like four stripes of my white belt, and he was bitching about how he had to stand next to me in line. Yep. And now here we are. Same rank. The same. Ugh. I bet you regret. <laughs> no, I bet you don't regret. I bet you wish that you would have like taken more time to enjoy the fact that gloat over me. I really should have. I really should have. Because <laughs> you probably get your purple before I do. Oh, wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> oh my goodness. That would be so funny. I'll hang myself with my blue belt. <laughs> Do you think that us doing this podcast is cringy? Yeah. <laughs> you think I know Haas thinks it's cringy. He thinks it's cringy too. I think a little bit cringy. I think he just thinks that listening to you is cringy. Oh, probably. Everybody. Nobody wants to listen to me. <laughs> He's listened to me for too many years. Yeah. He's like, ugh. Yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be like, I think it's going to be really interesting when like, because I don't think we've talked about this before, but people have asked us like, what are you guys going to do when you get your purple belts? And I think when we started this podcast, we were like, oh, that's a long ways off. We're not going to have to like worry about that anytime soon. But like our name is very much dependent on like being blue belts. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to be really interesting when we hit that point where we're at like, we decided it's going to be, Purple Belt is going to be season two and we're probably going to put it up under a different name. Yeah. But I think it'd be, it's going to be really funny when like we look back at like season one as Purple Belts and be like, where <laughs> did you change your mind or like yeah. where did you were you just like super cringy because i'm the kind of person too like as much as i like am very adamant in what i believe and what i stand for i change my mind all the time yeah you know and that's one thing that i've learned especially being friends with you it's like i had my feelings i had my opinions on certain things until i was presented with different opinions or yeah. more, more information on yeah. things where it, it's healthy to change your, your, your mind on some stuff. 
Um, you shouldn't flip-flop back and forth too much on things. It's good to have your convictions, I, I believe. Um, but going back to like when people say, oh, when you get your purple belts, blah, 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 blah. Um, speaking on cringe, I'm like, I've had to check myself and say, it may not happen right away. Yeah, like that's true. Because um, I remember getting butt hurt that I didn't get my blue belt at a specific seminar. And I really thought I was. And I was like, I wasn't mad. I was just so like surprised. Yeah. And I, I had like a pity party. And everybody wanted to go, well, what after the seminar? I was like, no. No. <laughs> no. I didn't get my, I didn't blue, get my belt. blue belt. <laughs> oh, I still remember. And within, I don't know, maybe a couple months I got it. And it yeah. was one of the most... Um, it was very personal and it was a different way of getting promoted and it was very special to me between me and Haas. So it was, it was very nice that he did that for me, but it's, it's important to check yourself and you only, you don't really get that experience unless you're like repeatedly been humiliated yes. <laughs> by yeah. higher belts and people that are the same rank as you like ragdolling you. Yeah. And so when people say, when you need your purple belts, I'm going to say, I do not think. And it's so funny because not that long ago we were saying, oh, it's purple belt is levels above where we are. Yeah. And then a month or two months later, we get our red stripes on our belts, basically saying you are ready to be promoted. You're up for promotion. Sorry, you're up for promotion. That's what right. it means. Is that like yeah. your your four stripes? You've you've checked off all of the stripe boxes, yes. which only means so much. You are potentially up for promotion. Right. Um. Yeah. I think like probably one of the biggest things in in jujitsu in terms of what's cringy behavior really comes back to like that first thing that we said: asking for promotion, expecting promotion. Um being shitty when you don't get promoted. Those are, I think, some of the cringiest things that you can do in jiu-jitsu. You know what all those things fall under is entitlement. Mm. The sense of entitlement that you get. Because, like, jiu-jitsu gives you a superpower above people that don't train. And that can really build a sense of self-entitlement. Like, I am better than you. Yeah. And I deserve respect or I deserve this. You see that with some black belts in the community. I would say even like higher belt, like purple, brown. That's for sure. That, that does happen. But those attitudes that you just kind of like rattled off, I think fall under the category of entitlement. And that's cringy. Yeah. And I don't know. I think our gym is very good at kind of snuffing that stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, so I do the admin for the gym. So every once in a while, I'll get a phone call from some kid who's like, I want to sign up for a year what rank will that get me? Oh. And you got to be like, buddy, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. And I try to be like really kind because I understand that like they don't have an understanding of how the rank system works and like what it truly means. Yeah. And so I try to be like, just show up, just put your time in, enjoy the ride. Mm -hmm. Don't ask about promotions. Don't worry about promotions and it will all be okay in the end, you know? Um, but saying that and then understanding what that means and living that are, are different things for sure. Even with the kids a lot of the times, because I teach the little kids and I'll have little kids ask me like, when am I getting my stripe? That's a frequently happens because yeah, oh yeah. they're so tiny that they don't understand anything. And I make it very clear to them. I'm just like, I don't ever want you to ask me that again, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And like, and I think that that's important. Like I use it as a learning opportunity. And a lot of the times it's because the parent or the kid is asking their parent, um, 
what do I need to do to get a stripe or how do I get a stripe? And so then the parents, like, which I agree with, encourages them to come and talk to me and be like, okay, go ask your teacher. Yeah. You know, and a lot of the times the parents don't even have a concept of like the jujitsu rank system and how it works and how it progresses and what the sort of, you know, expectations are in terms of asking and not asking for promotions. So when a kid comes to me, like I am totally down to have that conversation, but like, here's what I expect. Here's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Here's what you need to do. That being said, I don't ever want you to ask me this again. Yes. I think that's a great way to look at it and a great way to present to the kids. Um, if you're a white belt and you're chasing that blue, the day you get your blue belt, you are no different than who you were a week ago, a month ago, a few months ago. Yeah. Like, Haas, like our, our instructor knows when you're ready. The promotion will happen when it's supposed to happen, but you're no better than you were. Yeah. You're no different than who you were. And there's a four-stripe, three-stripe white belt that's just got you in his crosshairs as soon oh, as you get that blue. yeah. You are... The target is on the, your The target back. is on you, and the rules actually get harder. Yes. Yeah. No one's taking it easy on you. Like, the higher belts are like, all right, he's blue now. Let's fuck him up. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I do too a little bit, too. I'm like, okay, you got your blue belt? Good. Let's go. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to... There's that... Treat you this... Like, and not too, like, a, a, like um, not with any animosity, but it's like... This is your level now. Yeah, this is so your level. So let's go. Now. And you know? there's that sense of like blues, purples, browns, blacks. They see that blue belt on your waist. They expect you to kind of know what you're doing. Yes. And that, okay, they can crank it up a notch. Yes. And they do not take it easy on you anymore. Yes. Well, and if they do, it's like next level. It's embarrassing, it's embarrassing for you. <laughs> you're like, oh, you're not yeah. even breathing heavy. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> and that's like honestly what I think a lot of people forget. It's like you better be like... If you get stuck at white belt for whatever reason, for some people it happens, you just can't make promotion day if your club runs that way. For other people, it's just, you know, you're, nobody says that you're ready yet, so you're just there for a little bit longer. Be the most deadly white belt in the room. Yeah. It is better to be the best white belt in the room than the worst blue belt in the room. That's so true because you see different gyms promote at different, like, Really, they promote differently. There's no set structure for gyms across the world unless they're Gracie Baja. Yeah. And, and even then, I think like there has to be fluctuation. It is, that. because each promotion, each black belt, the way they promote, it's subjective. It's, it's very particular to that specific gym. And so you'll see that some blue belts, some purple are at different levels. Yeah. At different gyms. Yeah. And that's fine, because there's some gyms that are specific in we're a competition gym. Yeah. Or we're a lifestyle gym. And I think also too, like, um, I always see the ranks are like a good instructor will grade you on your potential at that rank. Yes. You know, you, they're not looking for everybody to accomplish the same thing to get to purple belt, but it's looking like, um, when you personally are ready in your own journey, you know, like yeah. somebody who's 18 is going to be graded differently than somebody who's in their forties. And mm -hmm. that's totally fine, but it's, Reaching that potential for yourself at that belt is the most important. And I think it's important um, for self-reflection, uh, sparring as much as you can when you're a couple stripes in and competing when you got a few stripes in. Because then you can have a self-assessment of where you're kind of at. Totally. Um, and then you see the progression in yourself. Yeah. And then your, your instructor sees how you're, how you're comparing to other people from different gyms and he can say, okay, they're at this level now. I have he has that in the back of his mind, ready for promotion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. 
Stop being cringe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marty. Yeah, I should take my own advice. All right. Well, we're going to hope to be operating on a regular schedule. Like, we're, our goal is always going to be be as consistent as we can. So if you are digging what we're doing, we really appreciate hearing feedback because keeps us motivated. Yeah, it keeps keep us going. motivated. Thanks so much for the likes and the shares. Yeah. Um, if you see or you hear something that you do like, please like repost it, tag us. If you guys are listening, just yeah. kind of share it. We want to grow as much as we can and grow the community as well. Yeah. We're going to try to have a YouTube channel up at one point, but there's only two of us. We've actually paid money into this podcast and we don't make anything off of it. So if you like what we're doing, we appreciate the kind words. We appreciate the shares and the follows and Mm -hmm. rating us five stars on Spotify or wherever you listen. Like all of that stuff is really cool to see and like it gives us motivation to keep going. Um, And we'll, yeah, we'll always try to be as consistent as we can for this podcast. So if you're one of those people that listen to this. We appreciate you. We do appreciate you. And if you ever want to hear anything specific, DM us. Let yeah. us know what you want to hear and hear us talk about. Oh, yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, we have an Instagram that you guys can follow that uh, is it's run and we'll post as much as we can. Uh, the Jits Blues podcast. Yeah. One word. <laughs> Easy to find. Easy to find. Um, and that's all. I think that's it for today. Cool. Okay. See you later, guys. Bye-bye.